Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. This is Apostle Nicole Reddick with Converting Souls International Ministries. We will be discussing Divine Knowledge 2. Divine Knowledge 2. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this word. I thank you for your love. I thank you that you care about us to feed us what is convenient. And today I pray that your word empowers, delivers, brings faith and healing to the lives of your people. Have your way in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray that your anointing flow through me, that they may see your face. In the name of Jesus Christ, our potentate King, who lives forever and ever. In Jesus' name, amen. Second Peter, the first chapter, the fifth verse. And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith. Add to your faith. Add to your faith. So is faith enough? It's enough for our salvation. Is it enough that you won't be idle? Is it enough that you won't be unfruitful? The Apostle Peter is teaching us that we must add to our faith as believers to be active, to be fruitful, not just for ourselves, but for others. And I'm teaching you this because in verse 12, it says, Wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though you know them, and be established in the present truth. Yea, I think it meet as long as I am in this tabernacle, this earthly vessel, to stir you up, putting you in remembrance. Somebody say, stir me up. To put you in remembrance that you won't be idle or unfruitful. We need some active and fruitful believers in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. See, we can be active in a church, but lack in the knowledge that the divine God gives us. We can be active and fruitful in the lives of others, but lack the knowledge that we need in Jesus Christ. Well, we want to be active and fruitful in the knowledge of Jesus Christ even while we're active in the church even while we're active in the lives of other people so here we are we have to add to our faith so what is faith then being persuaded in belief having the knowledge of the assent to the assent means to consent Given an expressed agreement, the confidence in certain divine truths. 
Here we have to add to our faith. We are Christians, so we believe in Jesus Christ. What is it that we have to add to faith? It is more than just about salvation, but it starts with salvation. We have to add to our faith. Matthew, the eighth chapter, because we don't want to be idle and unfruitful. We need to be active and fruitful in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. The divine knowledge comes because of God the Father and Jesus Christ his Son. So we must understand we need to add to our faith. Matthew the 8th chapter. The 8th chapter, the 5th through the 13th verse. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a certain a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy. He has the spirit of infirmity, grievously tormented. In other words, there's a demonic force causing his illness and is tormenting him. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. But the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth. And to another, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, when Jesus heard it, he marveled. How in the world, in the mind of Christ, you are blowing his mind? How do you blow Christ's mind? The Bible says he marveled at this. That the centurion understood the power and the authority that rests in Christ. He was marveled by it. And he said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have found not so great faith. No, not in Israel. But this was a centurion. He wasn't even an Israelite. He didn't belong to the Jewish nation. But he knew and understood the authority of Christ. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and west. And shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the selfsame hour. Christ's good works. Healing the servant of the centurion who was not a Jew, but knew the power and the authority that he possessed. 
He knew he had, didn't have to be in his presence. All he had to do was say the word. This is the gift of faith working through Christ. But the beginning of faith in the centurion and the one God has sent. Faith is at work. There is no, no, not such great faith. It brought about the good works of Christ. Are you bringing about the good works? He was fruitful and active in the lives of people because he was fruitful and active in the knowledge of the divine, in the knowledge of God, in the power that he possessed. I need to be fruitful and active in the knowledge of God. The gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ, it produces good works. We just saw Christ produce good works in healing the centurion and recognizing the faith of the centurion for the healing of his servant. The spiritual work that adding to your faith will do for you and for others. We must add to our faith. The centurion's faith in Christ, his belief, he had the knowledge of, the confidence in Christ which produced a spiritual work, a good work. Healing, the spiritual gift, the working of a miracle. The gift of faith at work. So when you are working in healing and in miracles, there is more than one gift of the Spirit working. And you need to have the Spirit without measure. Because in order for you to heal, the gift of faith must be working through you. It is a fruit, even though it is a gift. We must understand we got to add to our faith. Matthew, the 15th chapter. Matthew, the 15th chapter. The 21st verse. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord. Have mercy on me, O Lord. Thou son of David, my daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away. For she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. What is it about those who are not in the kingdom that have greater faith than people in the kingdom? Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread 
to cast it to the dogs. It is not meat, he said. Did he want to deter her? Turn her around? Or was he trying her faith? By the words in which he spoke. Then came she and worshipped him saying, Lord, help me. It didn't deter her. The test of the words of Jesus Christ did not deter her. You say, I don't belong. But I say, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, it is not meat to take the children's bread and to cast it unto dogs. And she said, this is true, Lord. This is a truth. This is true. Yet the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Are you following the conversation here? She is before the one, just like the centurion. Their faith was greater than those in the kingdom. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. What is it about these men and women that I just spoke about that God marveled at their faith? Jesus marveled. The woman, the man, no matter what Christ said to her at this point, it did not deter her. He, she knew that he was the one. He was the one with the authority. He said, she said, yet you speak a truth, God. You speak truth before me, Lord Jesus. You speak the truth, the Messiah. But I want you to know today that even the dogs eat the crumbs. There are some of you that are outside the kingdom. And God is feeding you the crumbs. And he's welcoming you in. Whether you come in today or tomorrow, you're eating the crumbs. And I'm not calling you a dog. I'm just saying, I want you to understand like the Gentile woman understood. I was a Gentile woman before, but I, like her, saying, truth, Lord, give me the crumbs. The crumbs that fall from the master's table, we all need them. Who is without the kingdom that Jesus prayed in John the 17th chapter? He said, there are more sheep that need to come into the sheepfold. Are you ready to enter in? Are you ready to enter in?
The crumbs are for those that are of faith. The crumbs are for those that want to add to their faith. The crumbs are those that want to be fruitful and active in the lives of others and for God. In the knowledge of God. In the truth of Him. Are you knowledgeable enough in the divine knowledge, not man knowledge, in the way of God? Are you eating from the crumbs of his table? Do you have the faith to believe beyond salvation to your calling do you have that faith uh, some of you are eating from the crumbs of an apostle you are not an apostle but you're eating from the crumbs you want to come higher you got to add to that faith some of you are hanging on to the words you're hanging on to the crumbs You've got to have this faith, Hebrews 11.1. 1. And we're going to add to faith, but today we must understand where our faith can take us. It took me from being a Gentile woman. Now here I am, the sent one of God, called as an apostle. Why? Because I ate the crumbs from his table. Hebrews, the 11th chapter. Where are the crumbs taking you today? Where is your faith in the divine knowledge of God? Where is it bringing you? Is it making you active and fruitful? Are you eating the crumbs? Hebrews 11, 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Verse 3, through faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. The divine knowledge brought forth from God. The world was framed by it. So that things which are seen were not of made not made of things which do appear. We've got to understand. When Christ spoke to the centurion woman, I mean man, about his servant. When Christ spoke to this to the Gentile woman, he spoke the word. And healing came. Just like he spoke the word. And the earth was formed. Speaking a word. He walked in the divine knowledge. He understood it was fruitful and active in his life. Are you work, walking by the divine knowledge of God? Is it causing you to be fruitful and active in the knowledge of God? We've got to understand that it produces good works. Healing will come forth. Deliverance happens.
Matthew 21, 21. Matthew 21, 21. Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, If you have faith and doubt not, ye shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if you shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into to the sea, it shall be done. And all things whatsoever ye ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. What is the key but faith? But in the divine knowledge of God to be fruitful and active, you've got to add to that faith. The gift of faith works in the lives of the believers and non-believers when they have the faith of a Gentile woman. When they have a faith of the centurion. No doubt, no doubt. I, I was in um, New Jersey in 2018 and my father was passing away. And we were in the nursing home. And um, I was going in and there's this, uh, people do astro projection or they work in something. And people, I can feel people's presence when they do it or I can see them. And so I'm getting ready to go into the hospital, I mean, to the nursing home, into my father's room. And all of a sudden, I was going to pray for him, and I felt all this unbelief. Where did the unbelief come from? Because it wasn't coming from me. But I understood that people don't believe the same way. So in that day, in that day, I knew I couldn't pray for him. There was too much unbelief that I was picking up on. God does not work in that. You can't get a healing in unbelief. Where is your faith? And although my father went home to be with the Lord... And I knew the very night that he was going to die the next day. But I want you to understand. I want you to understand without faith, good works are not in your life. Faith produces good work. But it's all a part of the divine knowledge of God. His wisdom works with understanding. You've got to know this. You've got to understand this. Faith works. Unbelief. Doubt does not. Faith works, doubt does not. Faith works, doubt does not. If you're going to be an armor bearer, let me tell you something. You better have some faith. Or watch how your apostle or who you are armor bearing for, your pastor, your evangelist, your bishop, your prophet, 
to the armor bearers. Your faith matters just like your leader's faith. Although they can carry you, any doubt can cause a problem. Good works can't be produced in doubt and unbelief. We need to believe everywhere in the Bible when Jesus is preaching and teaching. When there's a miracle, he says, believe, believe, believe. And then he says in the cities he couldn't do much work. Why? Because they lacked faith. They lacked faith. So what is the word of God? But it is the rhema in the Hebrew. It is the rhema word. It is operative. That means it's working. It's alive. All powerful word in the command of God. The rhema word. I need a rhema. And today your rhema is. Faith. Faith. Not that your faith will be idle or inactive. But that you will be active and fruitful. Because of the divine knowledge that you carry. Matthew, the eighth chapter. Going back to the centurion, the 13th verse. It is important that we understand. And Jesus said unto the centurion after talking with him, He said, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, let it be done. Go your way as you have believed. If you don't believe it, it's doubt. It's unbelief. Then it's not going to happen. God works on belief, on faith. You've got to understand. Go thy way and as thou hast believed, be it done unto thee. As you believe. As you believe. As you believe. We must believe to receive as you believe. Verse 28. Same chapter. Not the same chapter. Matthew 15. Matthew 15, 28. Matthew 15, 28. And Jesus answered and said unto her. Now we back to the Gentile woman. O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from the same hour. What it is about this rhema word? What is it? Be it unto you according to your faith. Your faith. Your faith. 
It is an operative word. It works in the lives of those who believe. How great is your faith? How great is your faith? How great is your faith? We've got to speak what God is saying. It is an operative word. It works. It frames the world. It heals the sick. It casts out demons. The operative word of God, the rhema word. How do we have to walk in faith? We have to walk like the centurion, those that are without. We have to walk like the Gentile woman. How great is your faith? Where is your faith carrying you? We must know that God's word is operative. It works and it is in faith that we believe. We've received eternal life. But don't just stop there. Walk in that which God is calling you to. He will carry you to where you need to be. Add to your faith. And next week, next week from Second Peter. Next week from Second Peter. Next week from Second Peter. One, we will add virtue to our faith. In the knowledge of the divine. That means in the knowledge of God the Father and Jesus Christ his Son. Remember the foundational teaching from last week. All this is done that grace and peace may be multiplied in your life. That glory and virtue may be added thereto. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your word. I thank you that we can eat the crumbs from the master's table. I thank you that no offense should be taken. But because we all had to eat the crumbs. Father, I pray that these crumbs take us from faith to faith. Glory to glory. In the name of Jesus Christ. That it carry us into our call and beyond. Into the heavenlies where you are, God. Into the heaven of heavens. Father, I pray that we see and we receive the blessings of you. And they take this rhema of faith. And they believe beyond measure. Beyond where their mind can take them. That the gift of faith can work in the lives of others. In the name of Jesus Christ. The potentate king. The divine healer. The only one and true God. And in his son Jesus Christ. Name. Amen and amen. Thank you for your word, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, 